Hola, yo soy Margarita y estás escuchando Limehouse Podcast. This is Paddy Ashdown and you're listening to the Limehouse Podcast. What a good name that is. Hi, I'm Tom Brake and this is the Limehouse Podcast. Hello, this is Nick Clegg and you're listening to the Limehouse Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Because I'm not persuaded by the case for war. This is what positive politics can do. Hello, welcome back. I know I said I would see you after David Dimbleby had finished with you, but I lied. I lied because I went to Twickenham and I took my microphone with me and I had a chat with Vince Cable. It was another on the street campaign special about seven and a half eight minutes so it's not long uh, straight to the point he was very sweet very uh, very kind guy um, gave loads gave me a lot of time considering how busy he was uh, it's quite funny and uh, upbeat as per usual really um, yeah if you haven't voted already please get out there and do it uh, vote progressively where you can vote tactically keep I mean you know I'm doing a, a little bit of um, uh, a vote swap uh, with uh, a friend uh, to try and get rid of Jeremy Hunt in the Godalming, Guildford, uh, Southwest Surrey area. There's a lot going on down there. I don't know whether it's going to come to anything. I've got a feeling it might, personally. That's why I'm doing it. I think it's that level of importance. You know, I'm not doing that lightly. Um, so, yeah, do it if you can do it. Vote progressively. And I think it's going to be a good night for the Liberal Democrats. I think they've had a hard ride in the press, but I think we can do this. So many errors are in a one percentage point to victory. You know, I'm going to Bermondsey later. I, I think there is a prime example of something that's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully some of those uh, vile Brexiteers will be ousted and some of the more progressive, forward-thinking human beings of this planet will be um, given back their seats. So, yeah. Uh, I'll crack on with this interview for you. Look after yourself and I'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. Um, okay, I'm here with Vince, Vince Cable, um, the man of the hour. We're in Twickenham and I, I feel like personally the, the press are on your side. Everyone's on your side. You're, you're going to win this seat back. Is that, a, is that a legitimate thing to well, say? Well, that's the objective. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. We've worked incredibly hard. We've got a fantastic team here. Yeah. I've been out on the doors for five weeks, and you know, and it does fill me with some optimism, but yeah. I never underestimate the opposition. The Conservatives are very well organised. They yeah. have simple, scary messages about you know <laughs> yeah. Corbyn becoming Prime Minister. You never underestimate yeah. the impact that these things have. So until... Uh, late Friday morning, uh, whenever we get the count, I'm not assuming anything. No, no, so I mean, it's one of those things, because I've, I've campaigned in Richmond Park with Sarah Olney, mm. and there was, you typed into Google then, uh, Sarah Olney, Richmond Park, mm. there was, it was fine, you, you got that. Now, you type that in on Google, the Tories have got ads there yeah. saying the most horrendous things about the Lib Dems. If you vote yeah. Lib Dem, you'll get Corbyn. Yeah. That, that's a pretty hard thing to battle against, isn't it? It is. It's the only message they have because on all the issues of substance around, you know, the Brexit issue, around yeah. support for schools, which is a big issue here, around the health service, social care, all those things, they like what we have to say. The one message they have for a certain class of voters, I mean, not all of them, I and mean, there are some Labour-leaning people, 
uh, amongst the what, what we call soft conservatives, yeah. um, this scary message about Jeremy Corbyn does have some traction, I mean, yeah. and it's it's sold in a very dishonest way. They basically say, if Theresa May loses six seats, you know, then you've got Corbyn as prime minister, yeah. which is complete utter nonsense. Yeah. Partly because, of course, Labour are going to lose a lot of seats in the north of England, the Midlands. Even the Labour Party don't think for one minute he's going to become Prime Minister, and they, they will freely admit it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, it, it does work with a certain demographic. Yeah, and so, obviously, we were praised, actually, on the uh, Eddie, Eddie Mayer show on the way over, we were praised for our manifesto. I think out of all the manifestos, we came out on top. The 1P one, one on income tax, that was that... Did that come your initiative? Was there, was there some cable in there? Because it, it um, felt well, pretty good. Where, where there good. is cable is in the economic and financing. Yeah. And I think we've got praise from the Institute of Fiscal Studies as yeah. being the only party that's made their numbers add up. Um, and we've had praise from The Economist, which is, you know... Well, they backed us. They it's backed amazing, us on right? the grounds yeah. that we understand economics. I mean, it is yeah. a pretty depressing feature of this election that... Um, the, the economic debate's been well, partly absent, but such a low level. I mean, yeah. there was a time when, you know, whatever their parties, you know, Ed Balls, George Osborne, myself, we had serious things to say about the economy, yeah. and, and we took the accounting of how you pay for things seriously. But yeah. I mean, this time, the Tories haven't said a word about how they would pay for what they have to do, and the. Labour Party have this magic money tree thing, you know, money right. will just emerge from somewhere. Yeah. Whereas we've made a serious attempt to cost things and explain how money would be raised. And I think those people who are focusing on economic policy have respected that. Yeah, I mean, I, cer I certainly get that feeling. My, and, and I mean, just to go back to the beginning of the campaign, um, I mean... More. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> do you... Do you I know when Sarah Olney, uh, I spoke to her and she was, um, I'm referencing her a lot tonight, aren't I? Um, but when, when I first talked to her, she was pretty, you know, shocked that the election was called. Yeah. The U-turn, the obviously, I on was, I was surprised too. And of course, it, it, the, the Prime Minister didn't need to have it. Yeah. That's quite an important point that people have now forgotten. She didn't need to have it. It was an embarrassing U-turn. And the motives are quite cynical. I mean, first that she thinks she thought, I mean, it, it may be less obvious now, that she was going to sweep the Labour Party, you know, smash them to pieces. Right. And also, I think, anticipated that the next few years of Brexit are going to be very, very, very painful economically. Yeah. And they want to get all that out of the way. I was, you know, not have to fight an election in three years' time. Yeah. Uh, so those were the two calculations. Um, but anyway, we, you know, we are where we are, and we've um, we've fought it, and I think you know done pretty well. So did you rub rub your hands with glee when? Because I didn't rub my hands with I, glee, but I, 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 I did. You know, I, I think mentally we yeah. were ready ready for a fight. But we were, weren't we? Because I feel I know we're getting a, a pretty rough ride in the press, mm. but I do feel like particularly in Twickenham, uh, Kingston, there there are places that are really yeah. on the edge, and even in in Vauxhall where it looks like there's one yeah. percent in it. Yeah, I think Twickenham, uh, Kingston. Carsholton, yeah. Cheltenham, Eastbourne, these are all kind of places, and even yeah. places where we don't have well-known MPs. I mean, Oxford, West Abingdon, I'm told, is very, very good. And, yeah. and Scotland, where we we don't ride high in the opinion polls, but we've got clusters of support in yeah. Edinburgh, Eastern Bartonshire, Caithness. I mean, yeah. you know, we could finish up with a respectable increase in numbers in yeah. Scotland. And you, you win back your seat. 
Yeah. How, I mean, obviously we all, we all fantasise at night, we close our eyes and think about the, the greatest things that's going to happen to us electorally, except for me, obviously, because I'm not running for a seat. But um, what's, I mean, is, is it, when you get that seat back, what is that, have you thought about that feeling? I've thought that comes about with it. Because you've had it before. I've thought about it. I, this is my 10th general election, so I wouldn't say I'm blase, go. but I've been yeah. there and done it, so I... Yeah. Um, I keep my emotional thermostat operating. <laughs> and your, um, highest, your highest moment then, I suppose, is the question. Uh, uh, well, I suppose was winning in 1997 until till now. Yeah. And we had a fantastic result in 2010. But no, I think probably well, that was my office, actually, Good in 1997. Well. Hello. Hi, thank you. Thank, sure you, thank you for your help. Cheers. And um, yes, it's, but, but actually, in some ways, this is more exciting. And we've had, you know, the, the, the energy of the supporters has yeah. been greater even than 1997. At that time, we were part of a national landslide. Blair and then Ashdown and all that. But this yeah. time, if, if we win here, it will be in some ways against a national tide. And, yeah. and therefore all the more satisfying if we, if we, we get there. Yeah, and do you think we can... If one, one, I know you're, it's, it's, it's a late night, we're going yeah. on here, but um, we're, I'm quite anxious to talk to you because you're just you're so uh, revered. Uh, I get a lot well, of questions put to me to ask you uh, for, the, for the podcast, but I did one question that's quite funny. Not funny, quite obvious, but any stories from door-knocking this campaign that have taken you, not aback, but have put a smile on your face? Um, well, I, I, I got a smile miss? on my face this morning, actually, yeah. when I had a telephone canvasser saying, I'm, I'm ringing from the Lib Dems and I'm <laughs> asking if you're going to support Vince Cable at the polls. And I said, actually, I am Vince Cable. And she said, are you going to vote for Vince Cable? <laughs> and this happened three times until she finally got the message. So, you know, the humour is not lost the, in the Lib Dems. There's humour so. stroke despair there, no? Uh, yeah, but that's, yeah. that's pretty good, actually. Somebody's obviously pretty committed. Yeah. OK, well, we'll leave it at that. Welcome back, guys. If you haven't already, please think about leaving a review for the Limehouse podcast on iTunes. There's also the opportunity to get in touch via email to drop us some questions. Obviously, I, I left a, uh, I gave a question there to Vince from a listener. It was a, it was a basic question, but it drew a very good answer. Had I not asked it, we wouldn't have got that little chuckle of joy at the end. I hope you enjoyed the very brief um, conversation. I certainly did. I know that we're right at the end of this process, the the general election. We're, we're there now. Most of you would have voted, if not all. If you haven't, then it's, you know, the polling stations are open until 10 p.m. tonight. You've got a long time. And then the results come out, the, the exit polls. So please be a progressive. Vote tactically. Lend him Farron your vote. And let's do this, okay? Let's um let's put a stop to the, the gosh darn Tories. Oh goodness me, let's wake up tomorrow morning and let it all be over. Okay, look, on that note, look after yourself, stay well. Uh, and thanks for tuning in this week. It's been a couple of podcasts and I hope you've enjoyed them. I hope I haven't witted on too long, but if I have, blame Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo for teaching me to witter. On that note, hello to Steve Little, hello to Tom Turtle. Everybody's been there.